When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Very good evening, Malcolm Blood and David Woody. Teams are in, all thanks to Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation systems. And Cobram Estate premium Australian extra virgin olive oil as we talk about them all the time. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Malcolm, the all-important teams in Carlton have got a few changes. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to do the Friday night game first, and I'll hear in you. In order, yep. If, uh, Nick Dacos is back in. No surprise. Good after in. watching him on uh, TV, and uh, geez, he straight out beautifully. Now, at the moment, Taylor Adams is out. We saw that last week. And Jack Ginevan is out at the present... But he was a sub last week, so whether they keep him, I guess they probably will. Uh, they've got yeah, Ginevan or even maybe a Noble or... Yeah. They've they got two or three they can bring in, I Yeah, think. I just haven't got the emergencies there. Now, there's no there's no change at the Giants, so they're, they're going to be unchanged. What they might do with Xavier O'Halloran as sub, we don't know. There'll be a list of other players. But I just thought these are the main ins and outs. Uh, and in the Brisbane Lions, Carlton game. Darcy Gardner is back in for Jack Payne in Brisbane. Jared Lyons was the sub, so we know that. Now, the, the interesting team selection is Carlton. Yes. Harry Mackay's back in. Jack Martin's back in. And Jordan Boyd is back in. So that's a bit of a surprise. But out Brody Kemp, David Cunningham, Matthew Kennedy and Matthew Owies. Owies. Which, who's going to be the sub out of those th- three guys? Well, they've got... Plenty of options, that's for sure. I mean, Kennedy would normally make their best side. side. Yeah. He's I, come back after injury. That's right. Um, I would have thought always being the smaller, maybe. But Kennedy can probably play a few more spots. It's going to be interesting what they do there with that sub. Yeah, I suppose they get uh, Martin, Martin back in and the big fella Harry Mackay. So, so they've got two back in the forward line, yeah. But Payne, I think, is a big loss for Brisbane. Yeah, it is. He's, he's actually improved, hasn't he, for a local lad. He's been absolutely terrific. Um, yeah, I wonder... Yeah, that... I wonder, Darcy Gardner, although Darcy Gardner has played a lot of footy, he was prior in the team, prior to Jack Payne, almost taking his spot, wasn't it? Yeah, I I know that Jack Payne did a wonderful job on Charlie Curnow last time, so that means Harris Andrews is going to have to either play, he can't play the third man, he'll have to take Curnow and Mackay with the two big blokes. So, got to give him a chance, I suppose, a bit like the um, the Giants, uh, GWS, they run changed as well. Yep, oh, terrific. Just going back to Harry Mackay, you know what I've said... I've actually enjoyed him, I think I've said this before, up the ground a bit, away from the goals, and also I reckon it takes a bit of pressure off his kicking. He can miss a goal, can't he? And I think that gives Charlie some room to move. Charlie Kernow. Yeah, I don't mind it. He's yeah. not a bad kick the big no, fill in field plays. But he? he I tell you what he is, he's a good mark, yeah. one-on-one, not where the packs are. So I, I just reckon it might suit Carlton to have him up the ground instead of being deep in the full forward line. Yeah, I was at the golf club today. A lot of people giving the Giants... Um, but I think then we're forgetting just how good Collingwood have been as well. Oh, yeah. We've seen the
the Giants who beat Port Adelaide. I didn't think Port Adelaide were much chopped last week. No. And they beat St Kilda by three or four goals a week before. So they've had a couple of nice wins. Yeah. But Collingwood had a lot of good wins too, haven't they? Have they ever? A lot um, of good wins. You know what? I, if, if I was looking for a blueprint of a coach now, and there are some teams still looking for one, although we think they've probably got one, that's at Richmond. I would say the most enjoyable teams almost to watch this year in some way, shape or form have been Collingwood with Craig McRae and the Giants with Adam Kingsley. They've, got, they've gone away from that absolute 100% team defence, David, and they've actually gone, let's open it up. Let's have a crack. Let's move that ball quickly as possible. And yeah. I've actually enjoyed yeah. their football more than a lot of other teams. And the change at Collingwood compared to Nathan Buckley when he was there. I know they played in a grand final with him, but it's just been a joy to watch. What's finals without a footy record? The Signet Mag family power every moment. Australian designed Signet Mag family. Explore the range on Signet.com and in stores now. Well, Ash Brown is the man behind it. We'll ask him too. We, we've been, I think we're getting on the Collingwood-Brisbane, we think, to get to the grand final. <laughs> yeah, we I think. think yeah. Ash, how are you? Uh, hello, boys. Good to be with you once again. I'm very well. And what what are your thoughts? You, I mean, everybody's talking the Giants up, but gee, Collingwood have been good for a couple of years now, and they're pretty well full kit bar Taylor Adams. Yeah, we tend to forget about the teams that have about won through the primary final and had a week off. Yeah, we get very excited by the semi-final winners. Collingwood have been the best team all year. Uh, they weren't when their best player was out. He's now back. So I'm reasonably confident Collingwood can find a way to win tonight. But the Giants are playing some really good footy. This will be their close with the two prelim finals, I think. Oh, OK. It's, yeah. I, I was just saying to David before, I saw Nick Dacos on, on some footage on the news items over the last, well, it seems like the last two weeks. But, gee, he was flying. I mean, the, I mean, for what he did to his leg, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd still be on crutches. I mean, it's amazing what youth can do and, and, and just looking after yourself. Well, I think um, had he needed to play in the first week of the finals, they probably would have found a way to, to play. And he certainly would have played last week had Collingwood been playing. So I think he's been itching to go for a couple of weeks. So there's no reason why he's not cherry ripe to go tomorrow night. And he's a sort of he's such a freakish player, Michael. I don't think the old sort of match fitness, match hardness applies to him. So I think he's yeah. going to there tomorrow night and be really fresh. I, uh, yeah, well said. What's in the footy record? We love it. We like reading from back to front. What do you got for this week? Well, we couldn't um, resist you know, such a, a sad time with the passing of uh, uh, Ronald Dale. of uh, Ron Barassi. So, yeah, so he, we've done a tribute to Barassi as our cover story um, and looked at sort of his legacy in different areas. So the four clubs he's been involved with, plus the media, plus sort of innovation, plus those famous Barassiisms as well, some, most of which Mal, uh, Malcolm would know very well. So it was, it was just a, a joy to put together sort of a... A, a tribute to the great man. We also have neglected Kevin Neal, who's obviously very well known yeah. in South Australia for his time with Central Districts. We've uh, we've got a, a, a small obit about him as well. Yeah, you rightly so. Uh, yeah, Brass, gee, yeah, what a what a history. Um, you're quite right. Kevin Neal was a terrific player. Uh, I got to know Kevin reasonably he well. Five goals in their only oh, premiership, did he? Yeah, did. Yeah, right? so Barry Breen got kicked the point. Point, yeah. And Kevin Neal kicked five, kicked five. goals. It was a, yeah, great. I'm glad you've done that. I mean. There's going to be a lot of things said about Brass over the next few weeks, I guess, with also a state a memorial service, which which will probably be at the MCG, did I read, uh, Ash? Well, it's a logical place for it, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 so then we ask the question about 
what's the most permanent way the, the game can recognise Barassi. The, the two suggestions are the Premiership Cup. I'd actually like to see when the grandstands, the MCG, be named for Barassi. We've got two named for cricket, there's none for football. Um, and I think it's time that the uh, one of the grandstands at the MCG was named for a football identity, and there's no better person than Ron Barassi for that. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm starting to lean towards that too. I just the Premiership Cup is is something sacred to the whole of the football world, isn't it? That that's everyone that's ever played football in all states. In all states, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm starting to I'm, I'm starting to get that. Press is a Melbourne man. MCG, gee, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm t- I tend to, yeah. I, I think could it be called the Warren Barassi stand or, or half and half or something? Can they could they possibly do that? I, I like what they did over at Adelaide Oval with that grandstand and having five football identities uh, named on the stand. Oh, yeah. That big stand they built. Rashido, yeah. Wanganee. So, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's right. But it's probably, that ship's probably sailed now with the Warren stand. And, you know, Shane Warren is you know, beloved here in Melbourne. But there's, the Northern stand doesn't have a name, so why not call it the Brassy stand? That, that's my lipstick anyway. Oh, OK, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a yeah, good idea. I, he's already got a statue, but most people... I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've been very, I've been very quiet on that front for a long time, Bash. But I just couldn't help myself then. The great, the, yeah, the great, oh, Ron, great Ronald Alvarez. Have you got anything else in the record? And it's still. Oh, how much is it? How much is it? How much is it? It's ten dollars for right. the finals, Brass. Uh, for, uh, it's also very relevant to you. Uh, to Brownlow preview. So, are you coming over? Are you, are you coming over for the big event on Monday night? Uh, no, I've, I've actually. Um, I'm doing something here in Adelaide uh, regarding the Brownlow, of course. But yeah, no, I won't. And I, I, as I'm finding as I get older, if I can't win things, I don't go to them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. This oh, right is right. yeah. This is just uh, a, no. This is uh, it'd be a great night. I, I'm really fascinated with the Nick Dacos, you know, part coming on to that now. Will he hold on? How far will he be in front? It's going to be fascinating just watching that. That's what's going to be a great count because we'll just see him pile up all these votes early on and then he doesn't play the last four rounds. And I even think the fifth last game he might be polled well anyway. And Bonson Pelly had some good games late in the season. So does he get too far ahead or does the, can the bot really win? That'll be a great uh, that'll be the great fascination with Brown Great stuff. Ash Brown there. We're talking footy record. They do a terrific job. And we've spoken to Ash all year. Very quickly, a sample tips. We're going to be talking to Jack Hanneth, who's an SEN commentator uh, for Beaumont Tiles. They're giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game with over 70 grand. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12. And you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Number 35, uh, seeing you got your statue in. Number 35 this week, Blighty. Yeah. Not quite you're, as good no, as a statue. Not no, quite as good. You're calling of the Sanford yeah. Grand Final, yes. No, um, I, I, don't know your why, tip? I don't know why I said that, actually. I haven't, I haven't been like that for ages. You've been I, really I, quite humble lately. Oh, well, it's, it's, I've been you've taking taken over. over. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, you know, preliminary final week, I, I did hold the record for the number of most preliminary finals playing and coaching. Why, why aren't you going? That's a good question that I said, are you going? Um, uh, I go, you're not going to the Grand Final either. No, but I, there, there are years you do and the years you, you don't. And other people, I give the tickets away. Did you? You're annoyed. T- you're annoyed because you haven't got twelve anymore <laughs> given every week. Did I give you tickets one year? You did. So I like apparently the worst grand final ever. Giants played Richmond. Yeah, but hundred points. Yeah, but you were there. Yeah. So I, I mean, over the years, I, you know, I've been privileged to go to a lot. So it's nice to. Well, give Jared to the Healy summer. kindly gave me his tickets this year, and I had to decline as well. So and other things. See, on. see, that's exactly right. And we have, we have something on. Uh, we're going to look at the game a little bit later, but your first thoughts, Glenelg and Sturt? Yeah, I, I do like the Bays. I think they've been the best team for the year. Um, 
Sturt have been admirable. They really have. But I just think they've got a fraction more talent, Glenelg, particularly in their forward line. Yeah, I, I think you're right. They've got three or four. Yeah. Hosey, Reynolds. Well, they got some McBean. Yeah, yeah, some really good players. Uh, coming up on the show, thanks to your electric Kia EV6 GT supercar and Lumo Energy SA. Switch to the affirmative. We've got uh, Toddy Gray, Chris Nelson. Gee, double racing theme today. Yeah. Remember what you're gambling with? Yes. Also, we have Jack Hanneth and Nick Chigwidden, who has recently oh. made a Hall of Famer himself and was a Glenelg president, done some wonderful things. AFL and sample tips, plenty more to come. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Yeah, finals tips coming up shortly. We'll go through those teams again. Thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Polaris plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS. How good is that? Plus $1,000 free accessories. Well, let's go to Toddy Graham. Not sure what happened last week. I, I know I backed what he told us to, but I didn't have a look to see if they won or lost. No, when you've got that much money, you don't need to know. Oh, yeah. Greyhound Racing SA. No one runs the dogs like South Australian. No one knows the dogs like Toddy Gray. Hi, Toddy. Hey, boys. No, I can confirm one out of two last week, yeah. lads. Depending if you took the fixed odds or the tote, you would have either lost a drink of water or won a drink of water. <laughs> okay. Well, you're buttering up tonight. Now, you did you tip Scalacci last week, didn't you? I did indeed. That was the best bet of the night. And copy and paste is going to be the best bet of the night tonight, lads. But this is a little bit different um, because tonight you're going to see we've got the SA versus the All-Stars match race series. Now, this is just one-on-one races. An SA dog versus an interstate visitor. We're not backing Scalacci to win the match race. Just treat it like any other race. Race three, number six, Scalacci to win the whole series. How this works is it's the dog that wins what runs the fastest time. Yeah. Um, and I think Scalacci will do the same. Lads, what he did last week, look, I'm going to say it now. If they decide to bring him back for the Adelaide Cup, he's my pick to win the whole thing. Wow. Um, last oh. week, he was amazing. Straight to the front. His his early splits, especially his second and third, which are going down the back, true to catching pen to about the home turn. Um, they would be in the top two or three we have seen at the New Angle Park track. And he ran 30 dead, which would be in the top probably five or six. No, not probably. It will, will be in the top be, yeah. five or six times we have ever seen. Um, tonight, look, if he go, he'll, he'll go straight to the front. He'll win his match race tonight, but he's a dollar ten there. I won't be tipping a dollar ten pot, but he's around about $2.20 to win the whole thing. Um, he'll run at least 30 and 10 tonight, barring any, uh, you know, a bad track or anything. And it's not going to be a bad track tonight. Uh, it's going to take a very good dog to run faster than at least 30 and 10 tonight. And, um, it, yeah, I think he just wins again for mine. So race three, number six, Galachi is best bet number one. And best bet number two, lads, race seven, number one, where's Poppy? Uh, she won a group three race last week, beating all the interstate visitors. It was good, but the money stayed in South Australia. She ran a PB. Um, tonight again, look, there's no real each way odds. I haven't really, there hasn't really been any value selections lately, but I think the price between her and this favourite, Dolly Dutton, it's just too big. She's around about a $2.50, and it's around about a $1.60. She's going to lead. She will lead just for fun here. Now, do I believe the three is a better dog than her? I do, but it's a bit slow out. That's how it runs its races. We're going to be highballing in front with no traffic, and it's going to be getting in the full gear about halfway with traffic. 
I reckon we can lead it by a long way and win by probably a little way. So race three, number six, Galachi is the main play. And race seven, number one, Where's Poppy is the backup. Beautifully yeah. done. Well done, Toddy. Well done, How's those names, bloody? Where's Poppy oh, yeah. and, and Dolly Dutton? <laughs> <laughs> some wonderful dog names out there. Kruger Lass, just going through some of them. On Ox the Man. Okay, let's have a look at the finals now. You, you said the teams, and I just want to play a grab from Brendan Sanderson too. Former coach at Crows. Because I think we are forgetting about Collingwood. Everyone's talking the Giants. And up. don't forget he spent a lot of years with Nathan Buckley at Collingwood too. He did. Here's Brendan Sanderson on the key to Collingwood winning. What I love about Collingwood all season, they've just been so good. Their ability to be able to attack from turnover, and we know that they're such a good pressure side. They create so many turnovers, and if they can turn this Giants midfield around. So I've just said how good Giants are when they've got the ball going forward. But if they can turn this Giants midfield around and make them chase, I think that's the key to Collingwood. So yeah, create turnovers in the front half of the ground, turn that midfield for the Giants around, make them defend. I think that's the key element for Collingwood. Yeah, it is. Uh, If we... A couple of games late in the season, when Darcy Moore was out, uh, obviously Dacos was missing... They they appeared to be wobbling, but not by much, did they? It was just really just a bit of off form. But I I couldn't see... Can you see them getting beaten? Not really, and I think they're going to have 80,000 Collingwood fans and maybe 10,000 other, or ten or 15,000 other. Um, and we, we are going on what we saw against Port Adelaide, and, and I reiterate that Port weren't that good last week, and yet right. they still... Well, within a chance in the last quarter, yeah. given the fact that Giants missed a lot of lot of kicks there. But no, I'm I'm staying Collingwood. I can't waver. No. But a lot of people around the traps are giving the and I think they have got a great chance, Giants. But I think also have Collingwood win. I, I think that what, probably the Giants need to play at their very very best, whereas Collingwood we've seen can actually win a game without. Everyone yeah, could, I agree. You know, they can find a way. Play. Yeah, they find a way. The other so, game. Oh well, the other game, uh, Brisbane. Undefeated at home. You don't get to say that very often in any season. And pretty like settled bar Ashcroft and now Jack Payne's out, the big man down yeah, back. Yeah, but, but Ashcroft going out, is, Hugh McClungage has come into the midfield. Picked up mate, the slack. Like, as he picked it up, he's carried the... I mean, he's been terrific. And you've got Dunkley, who's going to play a bit on the Crips. You, 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 I just can't sit in their forward line. And Charlie Cameron, I mean, he will ignite them at some stage. If they get down... If they're five in front, he'll make them seven quick. And if they're two down, they'll be back square quick. Is Cam Rayner almost an X factor for you? He, he is. He yeah. take a mark. mark yeah. And he, he can actually get up the ground and create havoc. But he can also, as, the thing I like, he's quite right what you just said. He can mark. Yeah. And he's dangerous. So can McCarthy. Yeah, three deep. Well, yeah, he's a freak. Danaher. Oh, Hipwood. Hipwood, yeah. They've got a really scary forward line. Absolutely. They, yeah. So for, for Carlton to win, they're going to need their, their midfield to get on top. And. And give Kerno a bit of service because Charlie was quiet last week. Still one, still yeah. be Melbourne, but Charlie, how, how they're to sniff. You know, I was, I was going through the day and I was looking at the teams. Now that we see who's in, Mackay's in is a plus. Martin in is a plus. Uh, Boyd is handy, but those other two are going to be handy. But when I lined them up and I thought they'd come back in, certainly Mackay and Martin, mate, I, I, they were a fair bit down. Been up for a while. Carlton only lost one game in their last twelve or thirteen. Yeah, I know. It's it's remarkable. I mean, I they've, they've come from the clouds, and and for Michael Voss's sake, you sort of half like to see see it, them get up. The former and former Brisbane great. I'll tell you what. If if there's an upset, and we we're going for obviously Collingwood. Who's the upset? Brisbane. 
if both teams were upset, oh. you wouldn't be upset, would you? you no, you, no. I, it wouldn't be a shock. I wouldn't be upset with the upsets. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No. I, I agree with this. So anyhow, I, we're both going this stage, Collingwood and Brisbane. Brisbane. AFL tips thanks to Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. We've got plenty more to come. Jack Hanneth, SEN commentator. Nick Chigwidden, yeah, a course. recent Hall of Famer. Go Chiggy. Yeah. What a champion down at the bay. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Malcolm Blight and David Woody, a big half hour coming up too, including Nick Chigwitten and Jack Hanniff. So uh, looking forward to speaking to those two boys. Also play a grab from, from Koshy. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Port Adelaide, but uh, really, up until the last week, it's probably been a pretty good year. Yeah, and I must say that uh, in the advertiser this morning, Matt Turner has done a, a question on Chris Davies, who's obviously did a press conference here. So there's some things I wouldn't mind talking about. But before we do that, David, there's been announced that there's a new CBA, in other words, collective bargaining agreement with the AFL, both AFLW and the AFL. Oh, bad dollars, I'm hearing too. $2.2 billion over five years. That means in the average AFL footballer in 2027, which is around the corner in a lot of people's lifetime, is going to be $519,000. Average. average. And they estimate there will be 50, 50 on a million. Millionaires. So if anyone's out there listening and thinking... I, I, you know what? Sometimes you, you were born when you were born and we were lucky and we enjoyed our time, but there are times now you think... Jeez, that would be fairly handy. But to we get still, hold of that. we still loved it though. Didn't oh, we we yeah, had jobs and yeah, we had a, Yeah, there's a lot oh. more pressure and scrutiny on the players now than when we played. We went to our Monday to Friday job and played on the weekend. Exactly. Uh, um, and they didn't have every TV ten different angles. It, the women also getting a very handy rise, uh, increased by seventy seven percent. That's from. Uh, the start at the end of the financial year deal. And I think the games are going to... They're trying to get the games up to around 14. 14 games, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, good on them. Oh, look, hey, I've, I've always said I've never seen a player sign the cheque. No. And no. I, So someone's got to agree to it. If what would happen is, if Fox and Seven said, you know, we're paying far too much for this... I reckon they are in here. You're not allowed to... I mean, it's not my point. But, but you're not allowed to be in cahoots, are you? That's what they call that. There's... Yeah. Um, no, you're not, but... Collusion. Yeah, but... But having said that, who's the opposition? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's not much if without the big boys, but anyhow, they, they do it well. And uh, mu- look, mu- they must be making money out of it, David. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, would you? Surely. No. Todd Goldstein has told North Melbourne he wants out. Yeah, play. he's 35 years. He's fit, though, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he could go somewhere, couldn't he? A th- couple of years. So- someone said to me they might sneak down the highway to Geelong just for a year. I want to play a grab from Kosh in a moment, but uh, also want to tell you about the NFL game this season with Game Pass. It's only on Zone. Visit nfldazn.com forward slash nfl, www.nfldazn. So have a look at that if you like your NFL. Here's Koshy. He's been under the spotlight too. Um, a lot of people saying it's probably time Koshy went, but I don't know. Here's Koshy. You've got to give credit to actually get to the finals. It's no mean feat getting to finals three in the last four years um, while evolving a list. And um, you think 
we should sack a coach who has the second best win-loss record uh, in the league over four years that's been to finals three of the last four years. So... Oh, there we go. So, he just stopped. So, so, what? so, 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 so what? Sorry. Uh, you know what? T- whatever Port Adelaide people think, I mean, they can have their opinion, but I actually agree with him. The trick is to keep appearing. That's the hard part. Now, they've signed Ken for two years. Good on him. That, that's fine. What they need to do now, somehow or other, they've got to get through to this preliminary final into a grand final in the next two years, and everyone's happy. Can you see it, though? Can uh, you see what he's got... And we're talking three guys coming to the club who I think are just, you know, three. They'll be on the the average half million dollars in five years, that sort of player. There's no stars here, I don't think, Bloody. No, and uh, I, I guess the other thing, looking at this uh, little advertiser article, it was also interesting to see that, will Ollie Wines be captain? Now, that's not a decision to be made now, but I'll, I'll guarantee you the conversations are starting now. Do you go with the senior player who has, by his own admission, had an average year? probably less than average, or do you go with one of the young guns coming up and put them under pressure? Yeah. Well, it's an interesting call for the club. There's been some talk, Ollie Wines, um, linked to Sydney. Now, and this is all the scuttlebutt, mm. the, the trade talk. He had a very poor year. He came out, owned it, admitted it. I don't think he was ever fit. I've had a very poor pre-season, Ollie Wines. Brownlow medalist two years ago, Blighty. I know. Two years ago. Yeah, I know. And they didn't play him in the middle. Was that because of his fitness or they had him out at the wing? I think Folly Wines to play for Port has to be right in the centre circle. Yeah, he's, real. he's sort of that hard body. Is he? What I found this year with him is his marking dropped off. Yeah. Remember you were in the Brownlow? He used to, he used to take those sneaky marks, he I did. call them. He'd really Kick the odd goal, goal, too. Yeah, he did. Now, the best part of this Chris Davies article that Matt Turner wrote was that he felt that the boys in the middle... Now, we, you know, we... We've collectively used them. We know who they are. Rosie and Butters. Butters and, and Orr Francis and, and William Drew to that matter. That they will learn something about this year's final series. I'll guarantee if they're the players that we think they are and the whole football world thinks they are, they'll realise they haven't performed to the level of the season. And that's fine. Yeah. They're, they're still young players, 22, 23. 100-game players, they will learn something about themselves and what the Port Adelaide football need to do going forward. And I think that is a really good comment from Chris Davies. Who's your favourite out of Rosie and Butters? Oh, Both it's unfair. It's unfair. To be captain? No, I'd make a call. I'd go Connor Rosie, I oh, think. I, I, you know what they might do? Joint. Correct. Now, now, that could work with two young guns. Yes. That's a could. It really could. Not normally a big fan of joint, but I no, reckon I'm those not. two, because they are almost on the pedestal together. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um I've never, I've never been keen on it, excepting the Sydney used it a few years ago and it seemed to work well. And what they did, and I asked John Longmire about it, I think I remember him saying, he said, well, look, what they can do is actually share it. You know, so it's just not one bloke the whole time. And when uh, John was doing it, you know, with the Premiership yeah. teams and Barry Hall, that, that sort of, you know, mm, maybe, maybe there's a lot of things that captains do that they didn't used to do. I think... After Tom Jonas going on, perhaps a year too long as it turned out. Yeah. It's easy in hindsight, but we, perhaps Tom could have relinquished that a year earlier. I wouldn't go Ollie Wines. Coming off a bad year, yeah. Ollie's 29 right. so, in October. Answer, Rosie, Butters, co-captains. I think we've solved it. We've oh. solved the problem. <laughs> I reckon we have. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I, look, David, I agree with you because I agree with you. Yeah, I know. Still a big show to come as with Jack Hannaf shortly and also Nick Chidwidden.
Uh, Bloody and Will, it's a Sports Day SA. It is 6.37. Sports Day SA. Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Well, bloody, a man's back. Chris uh, is back. Queensland update. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. What's the show without Chris Nelson and the Toowoomba Cup meeting is on? Yeah, and it's a famous event. over 2,000 metres, which is same as the Cox Plate and a lot of other great races. Chris, good evening. How are you? Oh, going well, thanks, Blighty. Good evening to you. Good evening, David. And, yeah, it's great to be on. Only for a couple of weeks, but uh, better, not, better than nothing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a fair bit going on in sport around the country, but I know it's a full yeah. field. 18, but there was a scratching I saw. 18 in the field, but there was one scratching. Yeah, uh, we got full field there for the Toowoomba Cup. And, I, yes, I'll take your word that. I haven't checked the scratchings, but um, there'll be more because we've got four emergencies uh, listed too. So oh, okay. we'll get our full field of 12. But, uh, yeah, we've got the Cup. We've got the uh, the Wheatwood Handicap, which is a time-honoured Toowoomba Sprint, uh, where Yellow Brick makes his return to the track. And he's heading at the well, he's heading for the Golden Eagle yeah. in Sydney, worth about $10 million. Uh, we've also got the Garden City Guineas for the three-year-olds, and we see the two-year-olds going around for the first time in the Pat O'Shea Plate. So big days racing at Toowoomba. There'll be a big crowd on track, guys. What's Come on. A, yeah, what's the weather? Is it a prediction? I had a look. It was going to be all right, I reckon. Yeah, not, just, partly. Yeah. It, gets a bit, yeah, it gets a bit cooler in Toowoomba than, uh, than yeah, most places. Yeah, of course. So I think they're looking at about partly cloudy, 20 degrees, but no chance of any rain. We had a... We had a uh, low 30s day today, but a bit cooler tomorrow and through the weekend. So uh, there you go. All dry, good track. Yeah, some good racing around the country. But what can you find for us, Chris? We've got people with their pens in their hand ready to jot down the your best bets. All right, well, here we go. Race <laughs> six, number six, planned encounter. I thought should have won at Eagle Farm last start. Was squeezed up at about the 200-metre mark when she looked like winning. The two horses that beat her home, they meet again on Saturday, and I think she can turn the tables. So race six, number six, yep. planned encounter. In the cup, race seven, number 12, hell of a deal. Good effort oh. to win in town last start. Four weeks between runs, up 400 metres. Trained by Mark Curry on the track. Reckon it's got a sneaky chance at a decent price. Race seven, number 12, hell of a deal. And you'll love this one, Blighty. Yep. I'm going to tip you this horse that I own a very, very small share <laughs> oh, in. Oh, you've never race told me that three. before. Yeah, nice. race three. Here yeah, we go. Well, race three, number eight, April in Augusta. You'll appreciate the name. The sire is Speed. Oh, of course. So of April, course. Yeah. Well so. done. Who thought of the name? Me, I'll take the credit for it. Although it wasn't me, I'll just take the credit anyway. Hey, Chris, <laughs> Chris, just before you go, what's the Toowoomba um, track like? A decent track? Oh, it's all right, but it's a bit up and down. There's Ooh. a decent hill there at Toowoomba, and yeah, Toowoomba horses definitely race better at Toowoomba because they have the track experience. So it can be a bit, uh, a bit tough for first timers. Uh, great stuff. Great to have you on board, yeah, yeah. and look Good forward to the next couple of weeks as well. No worries, guys. Have a great weekend, and being a, a base supporter and board in Glenelg, I'll say go the base. Yeah, yeah well done. Stuff. Well done. We've got a well, we've got a couple of ex players coming up shortly. Jack Hanneth. And Nick Chigwin, I guess here, Chris Nelson. Sports Day SA. We will, we will rock you. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Malcolm Blight and David Rudy, all thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads, tyrepower.com.au. Big footy final sale on now. 
Let's go to Jack Hanneth, uh, former player and uh, oh, commentator at SEN. Knows the two teams well, Malcolm. And uh, you think Lanelga's light favourite, but uh, who knows? Hi, Jack. How are you? G'day, boys. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. What are your thoughts on the game? It looks like Glenelg have had the easy run, but um, you think it'll be a close game? Yeah, I think it will be. Will it's obviously it's always interesting when you finish top of the ladder and your good form warrants that week off initially, and then they obviously beat the Crows in that first semi-final, and then you end up playing two games in a month, which can be a little bit unusual. But I think the I think the Bays are sort of primed and ready going in. They've got a really good even squad at the moment, so I don't think it'll shake them too much. But Sturda definitely coming with some really good form. Obviously, they had that initial loss in the. Um, in the first week of finals, but they've had two really resounding wins at Adelaide Oval, so they'll be going in with a lot of confidence as well. Yeah, it's been an interesting year for both the teams, haven't they? One had great win and the other one got flogged in, in a surprise uh, upset, uh, Sturt. How have you seen their forms throughout the year? The Bays have probably been the best, but they're the best two teams that you've seen for the year? Yeah, I think so. Um, Bloody, I reckon uh, it was round one that obviously Sturt got up by about five yeah. goals over the Bays and then they had that King's birthday match which like you said Glenelg just put on a massive performance but you know uh, like Unley and Glenelg both are they're quite small ovals so I think it's going to be a little bit of a different contest because you get out to the expanses of Adelaide Oval which is obviously just a bigger deck more space so um, I think Glenelg have played really consistent footy all year and obviously haven't really had too many big losses and probably Sturt as well. I think Sturt maybe tailed a little bit towards the end of the year, but I think the, the two wins in finals, I think will give them a lot of confidence because as you know, finals, it becomes a different game and obviously getting those two wins, they'll go in, like I said, with a lot of confidence and looking to get a couple of players back. I think Paige will likely come back into that side yeah. and um, see if there's any other changes that they have as well. Gee, there's a lot of experience, Jack, still in there. Sturt won the flag 16 and 17, and Glenelg uh, won it in, what, in 19. So a lot of experience between the two teams. Yeah, I think that's always a good thing as well. It's like you, as you know, in, in the big games, it's, as much as you say it's another week, like it's, you're going to play in front of 40,000 people. There's so much expectation on the line. Um, obviously, Marty Martin was coaching Sturt to those back-to-back premierships in yep. 16 and 17. We saw their coaching, I guess, masterclass, you'd say, put on against the Crows, really nullifying any chance of them scoring, which I think they're going to need to do this weekend to Glenelg because we know with Ken, um, Lockie Hosey winning the Ken Farm this year, you obviously got Liam McBean, uh, Luke Reynolds up four. They've got so much potency in attack. I think a lot of it will come down to how Sturt's defence hold up and they're not just their defenders, but their team defence on, on the day as well. Have you... <sighs> Have you been surprised? I mean, Darren Reeves sort of been around the scene for a while and all that, but it's been an amazing year for him as, as first-year coach of, of the Bays. He's, he's been extraordinary. Yeah, he's been awesome. I know Darren. Um, I know Darren quite well, actually, personally. Like when I was at um, Centrals, he was a reserves coach then, and mm. um, I know, he, like you said, Blight, he's had a lot of experience. But I know, um, having been at the Bay last year, knowing a lot of the boys there, I just. Uh, he came in, I think he came in two days before Christmas, the early Christmas present for the Bays, and then he's obviously put his touch on the team um, throughout the preseason. I know the boys have just said that I think he's really galvanised the group. I know he's um, a really committed and I think really thorough in his coaching, but he's really approachable. And I know the boys have really loved what he's brought to the club, and I think it's really been reflected in the way they've gone about their footy this year. I think he's, um, despite, like we're saying, how well they've been going, I think they've also continued to change the team. Like, there's been different guys that have had a look. He's entrusted 
young players at different times in that team. So I think he's just really, he's just brought a, a great uh, culture, I think, to the Bay and he's really got the guys firing on all cylinders. And um, I think for Glenelg fans, that they'll be hoping he can obviously, you know, cap it off with a really a grand final win this weekend. OK, big fella, put you on the line. Who are you tipping? Oh, I don't... Uh, no, I did wear the black and gold, so it might sound a little biased, <laughs> but I do think I do think the Bays will get up. I actually, I was saying to someone else, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think up until about half halfway through the third quarter, I reckon it's going to be a really neck and neck. But I think, as I said before, I reckon the Bays have got too much firepower. I reckon they might pull away. And I think the fact that Sturt have played three uh, the last three weeks in some really taxing matches, and it's going to be what 29 degrees on the weekend, yeah. I think Glenelg might get the edge over them in the end. But I reckon. Only by a couple kicks if it is. Well done, big fella. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Good on you. Awesome. No worries at all. Great to speak to you guys. Check out with the SEN commentator. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Well, from Jack Hannath to Nick Chigwidden. Nick Chigwidden, now Hall of Famer in the Sandfuls. Had so many positions with the Glenelg Footy Club, a wonderful player, a captain there for many years, a lot of games, and he'd be absolutely jumping with joy at the, the Glenelg Tigers back in the grand final. Nick, how are you? Good, thanks, Wills. How are you, Blighty? How are you going, mate? Going well. Yeah. Now, hey, first of all, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. I think thoroughly deserved. I was there that night, a long way back, but I did see you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, sincere congratulations there, Chiggy. Yeah, oh, thanks, Wills. It was an you know, unbelievable honour and, and something you probably never sit down and think about, really, to be honest. But um, when you get the acknowledgement and and you think of the people that are in the Hall of Fame for the SNFL, it was sort of just amazing, to be honest. And, uh, you know, I think the greatest thing of the night is my, my family, my wife and my kids and that were there. And I think they enjoyed it more than I did, mate. And I think it was just um, something that was I was very proud of. Yeah, well deserved too, Nick. Good on you, mate. Hey, I just asked Jack Hannath, we just spoke to him, and I just asked him about Darren Reeves. And I know Peter Kerry was part of it. You were part of the whole thing. Has he been a su- surprise to the Glenelg Football Club in some way, shape or form? Uh, uh, well, mate, it's interesting because he probably uh, has come through a different pathway than most sample coaches, I suppose. And um, we uh, we didn't interview until... Uh, early December, I think it was last year, because um, for, for certain reasons, was uh, with prep leaving a bit later, uh, and it's one of those things. You, you would have been in the situation, Blighty, I suppose, where you go and interview, interview someone, and you go, oh, yeah, we, "We'll interview. We're not sure how it'll go." And he just blew us away with what he knew about his footy and his passion, and yeah. um, and I think the way that he could um, just lead lead uh, young men. His people skills are, or his people management was amazing and I think he's shown it all year and he, he's been fantastic and um, hopefully he can do the job on, on Sunday for us as well. Mm. Yeah, Nick Jigwood and our guest. And Nick, the uh, club did go through hard times. There's been a few sample clubs that uh, gone through hard times. You put your hand up. Super Kerry's done a remarkable job. So just to see the benefit and come out the other side must be so pleasing. Uh, yeah, you know, it is um, it's amazing. We're, like 2012, we were about to shut the doors, really, and wow. then to um, to be able to be... We won 2019, which was um, a bit... Of, not a surprise, but it came a bit quicker than we expected from where we were. And But it's... 
all you got both of you guys have been involved with footy clubs all your lives, and it's about getting the right people around the the, um, the club and just building a wonderful culture. And we've got that now, and um, we, we're lucky we're doing well. But um, it's we it's great to be successful. We we Glenelg's never been great at winning premierships, and we got to start doing that. And um, hopefully, we can add another one on Sunday. Yeah, had a great season. Now, there is another team playing called Sturt. We've poked to Jack and, and now yourself very much uh, Glenelg favour. But we have talked to some boys, uh, James Battersby and Casey Voss in the last few days. And Marty Matner. And Marty Matner as well. So we put that Sturt slant on it. But they've had a very good season. There's no doubt Glenelg and Sturt are the best two teams to play this year in the Sandville. Yeah, I, I think so. Adelaide were very good too. And um, it, it does... You know, depend with them with, with their top up players and that sort of thing. But Sturt have been really good, and Maddie's done an amazing job there in the last couple of years, getting him back um, on track and, and being a really competitive team. Their midfield, um, you talk Battersby, he, he's mm. a, a very good player. Lewis, a very good player. Um, they play that really hard game that's going to uh, try to lock us down, and they did it very well against Adelaide last week. Um, so, yeah, mate, they'll, they'll be a hard uh, hard competition. There's no doubt about it, and we respect them highly. But, um, yeah, we see how we go. Now, Chicky, you've been in the Carbine Club. You sound so good for a man that's been there all day. I must admit, fantastic. You, you look after yourself, or you can hold your liquor pretty well. Hey, Stephen Kernan was there, I believe, and uh, you're only a young boy when, when Kerners was strutting his stuff, but arguably the, with Carey and that, probably the greatest Glenelg players we've seen. Uh, well... Personally, I always say Peter Carey is um, Glenelg's greatest player yep. and probably the greatest blokes. And I say Stephen Kernahan is probably our second and our second or equally as great a bloke. And, um, um, yeah, no, Kerner's, and he's still here. He's just over in the corner. <laughs> there, he's got to fly back tonight. Say good out to him got from a us. Bit of work yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, he's a superstar. And he's when we were in trouble, the first person um, I rang was a Peter Carey, a Graham Corns and a uh, Stephen Kernahan. Yeah. And every one of them jumped on board and have been unbelievable um, to support through that period. And um, and Kerners obviously is very heavily involved with the Carlton Club and they got a big game coming up as well. And he's about to head up to Brisbane for that. So um, uh, we wish them the best. And Pat, But he's just a great man and uh, very lucky to have people like that involved. I thought Blighty and Kerners were certainly the best players I've played against. Absolutely fantastic. Hey, Chicky, well done again. Yeah. Well done on your own award. And, and it's great to see where Glenelg are. And I know you'll be there cheering them on. And uh, let's hope it's a great game and, and a big crowd turn up. Yeah, well, I think we should get... You know, it's great having Sturt and Glenelg two big clubs in, in South Australia. I'm sure it's going to be a big crowd. The weather's going to be fantastic. And... If, uh, yeah, get down here and have a look. It's going to be a great exhibition of SRNFL footy. And did I see you travelling the world recently too? You just got only been home for a little while? Yeah, mate, we were away for about five weeks in Europe and the Greek islands and that sort of oh. thing, which was great. So got back in time for the finals, mate, which is good. So we were still going all right, which was, which was great. But, no, we had a lovely trip. And it was actually with... You know, a lot of blokes have played footy with and their partners and families now. So Fabulous. Really nice. And that's the great thing about footy, mate, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, life's pretty tough at the moment there, Nick, for you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, 
We'd saved that for a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> Empty, emptied his piggy bank. Uh, Chicky, thanks for the chat. Really appreciate it. No worries, boys. Thank you. Nick Jigwidden, he's a star and uh, one of the greats of the Glenelg Football Club. From Nick Jigwidden, we can go to the leg up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Here's Blake Johnson with a tip for tomorrow. G'day, fellas. We're heading to Scone tomorrow for a value play. The third race, number nine, Hearn Hill. This bloke is absolutely flying. He struck a heavy track, two back. It didn't suit him, but he still ran well without the best of luck. And then last start over this track and trip, I know he loomed to win. He hit the front at the furlong, but I think that winner is quite smart. And they absolutely penalled the third horse. Maps to receive every possible chance here. And I think he's the one to beat. So that is Scone, race three, number nine. Hearn Hill. Good luck if you follow, fellas. Good stuff there. Yeah, the leg well up. Done. Get a leg up on the bookies. Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bloody, that's it for us. Uh, oh. Can't wait for the finals. First of all, the uh, the two AFL finals, yep. and of course the big one Sunday with Sturt and Glenelg. Just spoke with uh, Nick Chigwin and Jack Hannath. Yeah, the the most nervous days in football preliminary finals because you're not quite there. You'd love to be there, but so it we stick in up. Collingwood, Brisbane? Brisbane yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in your pocket. I'm in right. your back pocket and, and Glenelg. Glenelg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have, have a great night as always. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. We'll know all the results in. Yep. Bye for now. Bye, David.